Dusty, this is all you. So what what band was this? And Tactosa. What? Tactosa. They're fucking insane. Wanna talk about it? Yeah, I that song's <laughs> called uh Test Wow. And uh I randomly just found them on the internet. I don't even remember where I actually saw them, but I know they're from Florida too, kind of mm. like Thirst is in that like general area. I'm not exactly sure where, but I found them and I think that was one of the first songs I heard and I was like, holy fuck. Unsigned. Unsigned. Wow. So they weren't or, from I DWP? I think they're on like a smaller like a small little, label. little okay. label here out of California. Last wow. I knew a couple months ago, but as far as I know, yeah, they're not signed to any major label or anything. And like these last few months, they've just been really blowing up. It, it takes me back to when I would listen to Suicide Silence. Yeah. That kind of vibe. Like the, um, I can't think of that album. I never really got big into Suicide Silence, Mitch so I don't was still, know. Mitch, was still, Mitch okay. was still the singer of the band at the time. It was their first, I don't know if it was like their first or second album, but I would listen to it on repeat. Um, well, Jake, Jake's sitting here with a, with, a, with a big smile on his face. I don't know. If, I think that's bad. It's not, it's not bad, but it's exciting because we can start hinting at, and we can start talking about, not even hinting, we could, we could actually have an open conversation now. I love an open conversation. Um, about our plans for Fright Night. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Full-fledged Fright I'm Night. really excited about Coming it. Coming to YouTube. Ooh, baby. Not oh, RedTube, yeah. Dusty. YouTube. Oh, oh, wow. Not, what about Dusty? What? I'm going to open a can P-tube. of whoop ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I, I can't drink that. Every time I drink the bubbly, I have to burp incessantly, like, the whole time. Mm. That sounds it. like it. You got to swallow problem. more. It is a me problem. Uh, so we're going to YouTube, and I think we don't know when we're going to come to YouTube just yet, but we got we got some really exciting stuff. We got a really cool set that's going to be coming. Oh, I'm excited yeah. for that. We oh, got some yeah. really cool plans for all your involvement too, oh, as well. Yeah. Like some me and Bobby were having a hell of a good time this weekend coming up with cool fun ideas. It was, it was good, man. It was it was fun. There's a lot of fun shit going on, and I don't know where to begin because there's. I feel like for the start of uh, 23, there's so much shit happening for the year already. Mm-hmm. And a, how is the month already over with? Can we talk about that? What <laughs> happened? What uh, happened? We can talk know. about it. It's one a blur, and two. We're on our 10th episode. We did 10 hey, episodes in one freaking month. Yo, that's, that's a big accomplishment. I'm giving myself a hand for that. I think that's great. I'll give you a hand, Jake. That's enough. Oh, thank you. Oh, Appreciate nice. it. I thought that yeah, was going to yeah. be something else. No. Whoa. Hey, what? What are Whoa. you thinking, buddy? You're always a dick. Uh, so, 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 so much <laughs> to get one. into here. So, so let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, so much to get into here. Uh, Fright Night episode 10. Yes, episode 10. Hush. And this is a unique one, and, and I, I got to touch on a few things here. So if you're in our Discord, if you're a 666 Club member, you you got to watch the movie live with us in yep. the Discord, which was so fucking cool. And I missed doing that, dude. That was that fucking was awesome. Fun. Dusty, that was great. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to, whether everyone else can make it or not, I'm going to try to do it at least at least once a month, if not more, if possible. I, I think we could do more. I yeah. feel like I we, think can we can do, do more. more. Yeah, I, I'm down to do more, uh, which we'll talk later in this episode about what episode's coming up next. And Jake had a really yeah. good idea. Yeah. We uh, had probably 50, no, closer to like 20 people in there. I think 20. No, it was uh, over that. It was closer to 30. On what? When we were watching in the Discord. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just really love how active everyone was while we were watching oh, the movie and seeing the all their shit. comments. And some of you guys are freaking hilarious, by the way. <laughs> I, I really love watching the movie. I see. I, I got my setup. I, I put it on the TV and I click play right when you click play. Yep. And then I bring up my iPad. And what I like to do is join the the voice channel that way and then chat on the side while the movie yeah, is yeah. going. I love everyone's talking and hey. uh, typing at the same time. It's so sick. 
I saw everyone in there talking and I clicked on it and I lost like three minutes of the movie just watching everyone. Because I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I was so high. I was fucking scared <laughs> watching that. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm telling you, Hush is a scary fucking movie. I mean, look, I had a home invasion happen to me. So, you know, so home invasions. Yeah, hit I me. know about so, it. So, so they hit me a lot fucking different, right? So I don't, I don't know. Home invasions hit me different, especially hush. I, the first time I watched it, and the second time I watched it, it they it held it held. Um, it definitely held its it held weight. Up. It held, it its, held its, its own weight. weight. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I know this is like a concept that's very familiar in the horror community and horror movies in general. But when you're doing something familiar, one thing that I think well, I'm going to talk about, Mike Flanagan, the director, is if you're going to do something familiar, you at least have to do it efficiently, right? Yep. And do it efficiently and do it some something somewhat creative with the premise. And he did something creative and he he, he created a, a protagonist that was, you know, a deaf mute and it throws a curveball to the survival technique of the protagonist because you're dealing now you're now have a protagonist with somebody who has uh, a certain condition that can hinder her way of survival, but also kind of flips it on its head too, and how it can be a benefit as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. This 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 movie is, <laughs> this movie is so sick. It, you know what? It almost leads me to want to do next is the strangers, but I don't want to do we're, too we're, many. We're, I we're, really we're want to save, save that one for. I want to build this huge community, and I really want to save those ones that we hold so high on that pillar. Yep. For like later episodes, uh, I'm with it, man. So I got a couple housekeeping things before we yeah. before we get into Let's this do it. here. I, I can't believe this is episode ten already. Hush, we're here. Twenty sixteen uh, movie, right? Came out. 2016. This is a twenty sixteen movie. Yes, correct. All right. So some housekeeping here. Uh, fuck, dude, I got a lot to announce. So <laughs> we got uh, the Vegas trade show coming up mm-hmm. February eighth through the eleventh. I will be in Las Vegas for everything Smoke Blackcraft. Yep. And uh, the smokeblackcraft.com website right now is currently closed. That was like the first drop. If you got in on the first drop, that's the first drop. We we're working on some really fucking cool behind the scenes shit to include unsigned artists, yep. Yep. Twitch streamers. Um, but also I want I wanna just shout this out there. I can't believe the feedback I got in the Discord, because we're doing a Delta drop. Yeah. Right? So it's basically the legal weed, if you will. Mm-hmm. If you if you don't know what Delta is, just Google what the fuck is Delta and not it won't tell you airplanes or faucets, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um but I'm really excited. We we partnered with Extracts, and I said this on the last episode. And I can't believe the pop and the feedback I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were like freaking out. They're like, "You partnered with Extracts?" And yeah, that's so cool. I was like, "You know, Extracts." I know Extracts is like the biggest in the industry, but we've actually partnered with them. Like they came into the company and partnered with us fifty fifty on the on the Delta side of things right now. So, if you live in a state where weed is not legal or medical, and you smoke Delta, the gummies or the uh, pens, we got both those coming out and. I'll leak it here. I don't know if I leaked this last episode because I was so high off the, off the gummies. But our gummies will be bat-shaped formed. I think you did mention Did this. I mention that? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. did. <laughs> Either way, you can say it again because it's sick. Yeah, it's say sick. it again. It's, it's sick as fuck. So we got the pens coming. Dude, we have so many like weed accessories. I just got I just got uh, off the phone call with our um, distributor for, uh-huh. all the smoke, for all the smoke accessories, like the grinders, the rolling trays. And we were their number one selling thing through all their distribution right now. So fuck yeah. Shout Congrats. out to everyone out there, all the smoke stores. If it's on your local smoke store, please, please, please call them, go to them and say, you got to carry the smoke black craft stuff. And tubes distribution is our distributor. It's T O O B S distribution. So that's it, weird. Yeah. I signed an exclusive deal with one of the largest distributors right now. So 
please go to your local smoke shop and request it. But if you're too lazy to go to your local smoke <laughs> shop like myself, uh, we will be selling it online and there's going to be a whole super limited drop of the Delta stuff coming out. So I'm excited. How good does it feel just to see all these things falling into place? Bro, what's, what's a trip to me with this? And it kind of just hit me that it's like, you know, it's February basically here. We're, I mean, we're in February. And like, I've been grinding. I mean, we have been grinding collectively on this. Mm-hmm. I have been grinding on this for about a year, I would say, of like, you know, just trying out different weed and trying out, you know, meeting with different so distributors. So much prep meet. work. Oh, dude, no no one has any idea behind the scenes of what we were doing and uh, planning out, you know, all the artist relations stuff that Dusty's running right now with the streamers and the bands and all that stuff. And we have a crazy plan. So if you're, yeah. an, if you're an unsigned band, you're about to be fucking stoked. If you're a Twitch streamer, you're going to be fucking stoked. But dude, to see it come like full, full like circle, like yeah, come full <laughs> circle. But it's like come to life now. Yeah, it's it's a trip. Like you know, starting in March is when we're going. We're by March, I would say by like mid March, we're full. We're full fledged. I mean, you're talking every kind of bongs, every kind of rolling papers, every kind of rolling trays, every kind of grinders, and then you're talking every kind of Delta gummies. You're talking Delta pens, and then the cherry on the top. I mean, if you live in California, you're stoked because we're we have to start with that state first. We got flour and we got great fucking weed like we've talked about before. So yep. it's really cool to see it to come together. We got a great fucking team. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the future. There is nobody in this industry doing what we're doing right now. And we're going to come and fuck up the industry. We're going to disrupt it. You know, what's really cool. For the better. About, for the better. About all this and about you specifically, Bobby, is that a lot of people don't understand when it comes to building a business, there's an artistry behind it. You know, there is an actual art to it and a way of doing things and it's like creativity is literally 100 of building a business and when you start something bobby you will follow through with it yeah and it's that's your art that's your artistry behind being a business owner and i, I just admire that. that so much oh i appreciate that man i mean look you know i people make fun of me a lot they're like oh you failed so many times at this business <laughs> or oh you tried to oh man well, let me guess another business you're doing but like people don't really understand everything i try to do and touch like I, we talk about it feeds the ecosystem yep. and not everything's going to work. And, and a lot of that, when I look back on a lot of these things, it comes down to consistency and the passion and, and you, the reality to make shit work and, and with business and there's no fucking shortcut and we're going to get into hush here. Everyone's like, shut up about business talk. We're here for horror movies. Probably it's housekeeping. It's housekeeping. A lot of people like the business talk yeah, too. That's so. fair. That's fair. But for the horror people that are like, yeah. just shut the fuck up, please. Like, okay, I'm going to just skip button. Yeah, yeah, you, could, you, yeah, could, you can you always can forward, forward it too. You can fast forward, but, but our goal is not that. Um, I just feel like, man, I don't know. I, I actually, I'm not even going to lie to you right now. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> we that's, were talking about consistency yeah. in your <laughs> business. Consistency in your <laughs> business. Okay, yeah. Yes. There's no shortcut, right? We talk about it all the time. And the thing that you're, you got to go find what you're really fucking passionate about and mm-hmm. When I think about the weed stuff or the Delta and the weed accessories and Blackcraft clothing and this podcast and everything, you know, I, like I, I am involved in some other really massive merch deals right now with some some of the biggest artists on this planet that I yep. we have not mm-hmm. announced yet and mm-hmm. I cannot wait to announce. All those things, I wake up in the morning when my two feet hit the ground, I think about them. When I'm brushing my teeth, I think about them. You know, when I'm, when I'm fucking eating, I'm thinking about them. When I'm at the gym, I'm thinking about it. I eat, sleep, breathe, all those things, you know, and... That's just how you got to be for it to really work. Because when you're not constantly giving it everything, you're just going to get whatever effort of energy and uh, consistency you put into is what you're going to get. The universe balances it out. Yeah, we said this once, but what do they say? Like 
energy flows where attention goes. Mm, I've heard of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. I live by that. That's pretty much manifestation. What you're it's, discussing. It's 100% manifestation. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm fucking excited for this year. January was a great fucking year. A lot of ups and downs. I mean, look, let's be honest. It's life. Right? It's life. Mm-hmm. But it's, but I, but like I said, in the 666 club email that's going out, which everyone will see, it's the consistency that got, kept me going. I appreciate this yeah. so much. I'm glad we do these housekeeping talks because I think it's important that we you know, are able to listen to ourselves talk about what we want to manifest next. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. But then we got guys out there like Harbinger. You know, it's probably like, just shut the fuck up and, and move on. Already, <laughs> yeah, he's out like there cleaning his fish tank or <laughs> yeah. some shit. <laughs> Fucking Kirk or some bullshit. Anyway, I'm excited. A lot of good shit gearing up. Uh, and then also the other thing we got to talk about too is I'm going to go visit my daughter for her birthday. I love oh, this. Oh, that's going to be nice. That's going to be exciting. Uh, that's so, cool. I'll, so I'll be in Pittsburgh um, February. I don't even know the fucking dates yet. Ooh, how old is she going to be? She's going to be seven. What the? F- what? Seven. <laughs> seven years old. So There's no way. Oh, she's seven, bro. And she mm-hmm. just, I just FaceTimed her before we started this podcast. <laughs> and she's like, whatever, daddy. I'm like, excuse me? What the fuck you say? You know? So she's, you know, yeah, she's seven going on 30, but I'm excited. So. We got to figure out how we're going to record the podcast from the road. You know, yeah. we, we got to figure out all this shit. So Bobby knows my schedule this year. It's I, I will be traveling a lot because, you know, we all have to put our effort into different parts of the business. And my bit, mm-hmm. my part of the business is obviously events. So yeah. we're going to make this work. We we already talked about it. And we're when it comes to passion talk, when we're passionate about something in this podcast, podcast is something we're passionate about. We're going to make it work. 100%. Absolutely. We're, we're all in on the podcast. So thank you to everyone that's been listening, supporting. Make sure you go. Uh, leave a comment, leave a review, leave stars, whatever. Send the fuck. it to all your friends. Send it to all your friends. It's helping. It is fucking. It helping. really does help. We just got to notice that we're in the top ten percent of all podcasts. That I love is it. Blowing so, my mind. I don't. Know. It's good because we haven't even really marketed this yet. Yeah. No, we so, haven't. It's so, like crazy to me. I, I'm excited, and I feel like once again, just like the rock world or the metal world or you know the black craft world, people are always like, no one cares about that shit. Once again, just like the you know the horror movie world, people say the same shit. Yep, wrong, so wrong, We're wrong. Gatekeepers, they are. They're they are straight gatekeepers. No one likes a all. gatekeeper. You can have all the knowledge in the world that you want. The moment you start presenting it to someone else in a pompous way, they're not going to listen to you. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Ain't that truth? Um, cool. Uh, housekeeping. Are we good with housekeeping? Uh, what about Dusty? you, Dusty? I don't think I got anything else. Okay. You got anything? Uh, you know what? I'm going to reserve it for the bonus material. How's that sound? Mm. Mm-hmm. You went there. You're going after hours. Yeah, I'm going to go after You're hours. You're going dark. Oh, I got so much to talk about. Okay. Ooh. So what What uh, Mr. Simons is talking about is the 666 Club we do after hours. So if you want to join the 666 Club, blackcraftcult.com, just search 666 Club. You'll figure it out from there. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into the movie now. Let's do it, man. Let's, Let's do it. All right. We're doing Hush from 2016, starring Katie Siegel. John Gallagher Jr., uh, Samantha Sloyan, Michael Trucco, and Emma Graves, directed by Mike Flanagan. And the synopsis is a deaf-mute horror author is working on her new novel in a quiet forest house, but soon the night turns terrifying when she discovers a murderer is stalking her. Uh, the Rotten Tomato score is 93% credit score and 73% audience score. That's, that's good. very fa- favorable if you yeah. think about it. And I feel like that's a pretty... That's fair. fair. 
I think it's fair too because you know I was talking about earlier like if you're going to do something familiar do it efficiently and mm-hmm. it really comes down to that I'd like to see that audience score a little bit higher yeah but, I would but, like to yeah, too okay. but we can't hey. we can't be happy all the time you know yeah, that's fair and at then, least an 83 so un- 83 would be good <laughs> yeah so unfortunately with your wheelhouse uh there is no record of what the gross is because I think it went straight to streaming uh on Netflix uh, yeah and and what's weird about this movie because the budget for this was $1 million. Yep. So, yeah, this movie's free on Netflix. Well, if you not free. If you Netflix. get Netflix, it, it will be there. Yeah, it's free if you pay 10 bucks yeah. a month or 15 whatever. <laughs> pay 10 bucks a month, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the budget for $1 million on this movie, can I, can I talk about that for a yes, minute? Yes, you absolutely can. Where the fuck did they spend the money? That's a great question. Because... I mean, time is money. Well, no shit. <laughs> no shit. I understand that. <laughs> but but like, I'm saying like... The whole movie was really filmed in one house. It was... The whole thing was filmed yeah. in one house. Outside of the house, but it's still at that house. I mean, did anybody take the time to look at the credits after the movie ended? Maybe there was a lot of people attached to the project, and that's probably where a lot of the money went towards. What do you think? Man, I don't know. The million-dollar budget threw me. It's a good question. Yeah, I, I mean... I w- this is one of those things where we have to make Blackcraft films happen so we can understand how this works. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fuck. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sound stupid some, and be like, how the hell would this... Is this $1 million, yeah. you know? Yeah, what, I, what I, I will say some of the like special effects in the movie were fucking phenomenal for what they were. They were very simple, but it was uh-huh. still done practical. extremely well and very practical. So with that, you know, it's probably a lot of editing, makeup, and shit like that. So I, I imagine that eats up a good amount of the money. I agree. You're and, probably right. And, and you know what? When, when you talk about this director, mm-hmm. Mike Flanagan, what else he's done? Everything he's done is such a he's such a major horror like movie director. You got the Haunting of you got the Haunting of Hill House. Yep. He did the Ouija, Ouija sequel. sequel. Yep. Oculus. Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. The Haunting by. Uh, Haunting of Bly Manor, which was pretty much the sequel of The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, is that what that was? Yes. Okay. Okay. Before I Wake, Doctor Sleep, Gerald's Game. Dude, he did Doctor Sleep? He did Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep was incredible. I freaking love that movie. Fuck, that was so good. You know, uh, Gerald's Game, Absentia, which was his debut movie. I've never seen that. Uh, We should look into that for maybe a later episode because I'm always interested to see how directors have started with their debut movies. Yeah. And he also did The Midnight Club, which was also uh, a show on Netflix as well. Uh, All right. So- well, you know what? Then I'm going to shut up. The million-dollar budget makes sense because what this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. This guy is yeah. busy. <laughs> no, well, this, this guy knows what he's doing, and I, and I think this is a good thing of – this is a good example in business of not cutting corners. Uh-huh. You, you could tell – because once you yeah. see – if you haven't seen the movie yet, right, turn us the fuck off because we're about to go into spoiler alert. But you'll see that – I mean, it's shot in one location yeah. and there's only a few actors. There's nothing crazy, yeah. yep. nothing crazy, crazy. And I was going to say, at least it was a million dollar budget and it looked like fucking shit. At yeah. least everything yeah. looked good. It mm-hmm. fucking it I agree. flowed. It felt like it was supposed to. So it was a million dollar budget that looked like 10 million. And when you, when yeah. you really think about it, it, yeah. looked, it looked like a clean movie. Yeah. It, it no, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, at least it, it didn't look like it was $20,000 to make the movie. No, exactly. Correct. And you know, what's really cool about Mike Flanagan, I think to me, and I think it's impressive is one, the catalog that he's already created in such a short time frame. Like he started with his debut movie in uh, 2011, which was absentia. Mm-hmm. And then he did all of these in like a matter of 10 years. I wow. feel like, that's a hell of a good career right that's there that's a lot of movies consistently in 10 years. just creating i think that's so freaking awesome it's pretty nuts man it, it's inspiring to say the least yeah, i mean definitely black craft films at some point yep absolutely know. 
And I think what's cool about Mike Flanagan is he, he seems to understand the genre. Yeah. You can tell he's passionate about it. And you, you you can just see that when he creates a movie, there's a thoughtfulness to it. It's not like, you know, popcorn movie where it's just very surface based and it, he adds depth mm-hmm. to the content that he's, you know, providing to you. And I think that's why I'm like so excited to talk about Hush with you guys today, because I feel like he took what was a familiar concept for a horror film and did something really different and unique with it. And I'm like, 100%. And I'm really excited to talk about this. And I want to talk about something else cool because uh, uh, Mike Flanagan's been directing movies. Uh, the lead actress of this film is Katie Siegel, and she happens to be married to Mike Flanagan. And they actually wrote this movie together. Ah. To talk about a team effort. I, that, that's, that's fucking cool. That's some power couple shit. That that's is cool a power fuck. couple. That's cool as fuck. I admire that so much the idea of making it so collaborative to where. The you know people who are in one role are also fulfilling another role. Yep. I think that's great. Yep. Um, and then another cool thing about Mike Flanagan is that he has an admiration for Stephen King books, and he's done a lot of different translations. Uh, Doctor Sleeping, yeah. one of them, which was a sequel to The Shining. And I I could be wrong. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Gerald's Game was also a uh, a, a, a Stephen King translation as well. And I feel like. What else? Can you look that up for me? Can someone look that up for me? I think Gerald's I could be wrong. Game, but why? Ger- Gerald's game was based upon Stephen King's. Yep. So I, I love that he's able to take you know content from a book and like create something efficient out of it. Oh fuck! He did Gerald's game. That's Gerald's game. You know what Gerald's game is? Yeah. Have you seen it? So I haven't seen it. Ooh, dude. I saw the trailer for it and I was like, nope, this fucks me up. Dude, there is some imagery in that movie that sticks with you after you watch it. Like he's really wow. good with showcasing a very haunting visual. It's fun. I can't wait to talk that's about why, that. That's why I didn't watch it because oh, I saw the trailer. We're going to put well, that gonna on. We're going to have to watch it now. No, we're going to have to put it on the watch, watch list. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then um, I think after oh and then I also want to talk just before we go into spoiler alerts. I think what would be a cool idea to incorporate into future episodes, we would like to do mini like half hour episodes where we actually review horror um, TV shows as well, like mm. on Netflix or on any streams. Like you have to I have like the, that. the Haunting of Hill House, and we do like individual reviews of the episodes. I feel like that would be a fun thing to incorporate maybe later into the podcast. What do you think? I think we got a lot of good shit to do. I think we got a lot of good. There's going to be infinite content. We're going to be doing this for a very, very long time. So I want to literally I, for the rest of our life. I 1000% let's manifest. We're, we're going to be on, already. We're, we're going to be on tour with this. We're going to be doing <laughs> like yeah. pop-ups with this. But uh, like, yeah. Absolutely. Put it out there in the universe. Um, so Just we're good. We're good. Yes, we did. We're going to go right into spoiler alert. So if you have not seen hush yet, Please tune out right now. Go watch the movie. It's not. You did Sorry. it. I was late though. No, Sorry. you were a little late. It's no worries. And that uh, it's not a long movie. I think it's like an hour and 20 minutes. Hour 20 minutes. That was another thing I loved about it. Very quick movie uh, and a good quick. Yeah. It, when I was watching it, it did not feel quick. I felt like I was there for an eternity, but not in a bad way. <laughs> like I was fully immersed. I was enjoying it. But afterwards, I was like, man, that felt like it was fucking so yeah. long because <laughs> the tension. of the tension of the movie. It's funny you say that. The first time I watched it, I remember being quick. And that's what I loved about it. I was like, oh, yep, quick, uh-huh. done. I loved it, got to the point. The second time when I just watched it again, I felt the same way, but not in a bad way. I was like, yeah. 
oh yeah, this is fucking nuts. Like, <laughs> holy shit. I also was on edibles also. Yeah, I was on that I was Delta high. shit. I, I did rewatch so. it uh, in a sober mind. I'm not going to lie. Like it, it, it was still a great experience. Like you didn't even have to elevate it because I feel like the tension in this movie is so like well done. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go right into spoiler alerts. Like I said, Let's do it. tune out now if you haven't seen it. Um, so it starts, the movie starts off with a very interesting uh, introduction. It starts off with a very abrupt, loud intro. Uh, of it uh, saying in the credits hush right mm-hmm. and it's elevated above the forest and oh, it scared the fuck out of me yeah the fuck out of me <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it made me jump when i didn't remember the beginning of the movie the first time yeah. i watched it what the <laughs> fuck is this i paused the movie i, yeah. ju- I was like oh yeah because i think we none of us in the discord had really muted yet and we're like i'm like why the fuck's there no sound like yeah and i was like cranked it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i'm like why is there no fucking sound to this like it was just working a second ago and then it hit and I fucking yeah. about jumped out of Dude, my chair. Mike Flanagan getting us with a jump scare right with a title screen. That's I don't a good know. One, Mike. I feel like that was a really good one. And then we get introduced to our main character. And I, oh my gosh, I can't. I feel like I forgot her name. Was it Maddie? I think it was Maddie, yeah. right? Yeah, it's Maddie. Okay. Uh, played by Katie Siegel. And you get this cool uh, introduction of this main character. And she's like cooking food and stuff like that. I actually want to ask you a weird question. Did you notice how the cooking was edited? Did it remind you of Requiem for a Dream? <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, I don't know. It was doing all these weird, like, quick cuts of her cooking oh. food, and it oh, gave yeah, me the yeah. vibes of the way, like, that movie Requiem for a Dream was edited. I was too scared thinking, like, fuck, what is that dude knocking at the door, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my mind was already somewhere else. So we get introduced to her, and she's, like, learning a recipe, and this is where we end up realizing that she is deaf, and you, you get a, a, a nice, cool introduction to what her experience is like. So it goes from us hearing all the sounds of her cooking, and then it goes into... A, like a slight quiet white noise where she hears nothing what are your thoughts on the sound design in this movie sound design of this movie was 10 out of 10 yeah straight up yeah. 10 out of 10 very effective simple but like very effective and i love how he told that story he didn't even have to he doesn't have to like feed it to you he's like hey boom this is what she this is what she doesn't hear you know this right. is what her experience is i thought that was so yep. thoughtful i want i agree and yeah. then uh, the next uh, scene is she. You, there's obviously a cat around because there's like a like a two minute scene of her wandering around with the the f- cat the food, food shaking she the bowl, shaking yeah, the yeah. bowl yeah. for the cat. And then I want to no, uh, bring up something really cool. So her friend, I believe her friend Sarah, which is the neighbor, comes over to visit her, and she's telling her how much she enjoyed her book. Right, and I didn't notice this until my second watching of this movie. The book is called Midnight Mass. Yeah, which was his Netflix. Which was his Netflix series. series right. And I was like, oh, he's one of those directors where he's like putting little clues of either future or past projects yep. that he's worked I, on. I would do some shit like that. I think that's so that's cool. cool. Yeah, that's super cool. A lot, and of, the, lot of like little Easter eggs. And another cool Easter egg and uh, uh, Mike Flanagan's kind of like notorious for reusing the same actors, which I actually really, you know, respect. The friend Sarah is also in the show Midnight Mass. Oh, that's great. And so I thought that was a pretty cool thing to notice as well. And then uh, the neighbor friend is like learning, like kind of like talking to her in sign language. She's trying to get better at trying it. Trying to get better at it. And, you know, she mentioned uh, the lead character, Maddie, mentions how she has an inner voice in her head that just mm-hmm. keeps talking and she listens to it. And she's had it since she got sick when she was 13 years old. And we end up finding out she had a. I thought was like a bacterial infection that caused her to go deaf and mute. 
And so it's interesting to learn that at one point she actually could hear. Mm -hmm. So when we get future scenes with her and she hears a voice in her head, that's her memory of what the voice sounds like. That's got to be so crazy. That's got to be so crazy to to just hang on to that memory at the age of 13 of what a human voice sounds like. I thought that was really interesting. I think it ends up being her mom's voice. I think. I think so. I think that's really cool. And then in the scene, she burns uh, her food while she's hanging out with a friend. And we end up finding out that she has this extraordinarily loud alarm. And she, we end up finding a little bit more context about how she functions. The reason why the alarm is so loud is because she needs to hear the vibration. Mm-hmm. And that will actually play a role in future scenes where she has to figure out where the guy is that is uh, working on um, uh, based off uh, vibrations. I lost my track a little bit. And then we get another, there's a lot of character building at the beginning of the movie. So it might sound boring at the moment, but it's actually really dedicated to the character herself and us getting acclimated to her. The thing I liked about this movie too was the, I actually thought the pace of it was pretty cool because Mm -hmm. friend comes over. It's kind of like dusk. Is Mm -hmm. that the word Mm -hmm. I'm looking for? Dusk. Yeah. Then it goes into night. And then all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. So I thought the pacing of it was actually pretty good. Yeah, they gave you just enough time to develop a connection with the lead character, which is obviously to me when it comes to watching a horror film. Yeah, slasher, you know, movies can be fun where we don't really know the characters or the victims. But when a movie takes a time for us to connect with, you know, like the protagonist, I mean, it, it just gets more brownie points for me. Yeah, I'm with that. And um, so her friend leaves. And we get like a random text message from a guy named Craig, but we never re- fully know who Craig is. I'm assuming she's like an ex-boyfriend of some sort, possibly like the FaceTime call. Yeah, I don't know. That's what it, it seems like. Because later, well, we're in the spoiler part already. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. She says like it the when she's talking to her other friend they she's like oh it's only been they were sign language she's like oh it's only been a year since and applies that they had broken up a year ago oh i didn't even i missed that part and did you see her text she's playing the field there's some yep. other there's, other, <laughs> there's some other juicy text in there yeah because she also i think it was uh her sister actually who she was talking to because she's like oh i signed up for a dating site now <laughs> oh, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's like there's only four in the uh in my area and i don't fucking want them that's right so, so yeah that's <laughs> definitely an ex-boyfriend no okay okay i must have missed that part of the dialogue because i didn't have that written down and then we get a scene where she's in the kitchen she's cleaning up and we get our first kill which is her friend sarah he came over to visit and this is such a scary circumstance oh my god her friend runs up to the porch door it's like a a, a glass porch door and she's just banging on the door covered in blood covered in blood and maddie doesn't hear a thing and you just see her trying to get her attention and then the guy the masked villain comes up behind her and like stabs her brutally like brutally stabs her what were your thoughts on that first kill scene i liked it um, you know, she's beating on the door and I was like, fuck, this girl's deaf. She ain't going to hear it. You got to do more than that. There's also a fuck another window in front of her and to the <laughs> side of her. Like go to the other fucking windows, lady. Like one, you're standing in a porch and under a light. So you can be seen by this guy chasing you <laughs> Two, There's other fucking windows, other ways like that you can get this lady's attention. But yeah, he stabs the shit out of her. And what I, this is the point of the movie when I was like, oh, fuck. This is really going to be a mind fuck of a movie mm-hmm. when he realizes 
that he she can't hear. Well, I don't even think he realized. He didn't realize yet it then. He didn't realize he it then. Didn't realize it then. No, he didn't but realize he's it stabbing then. her, okay. and he's like, "She's not fucking even looking." Right. And I was like, "Oh, this is this is gonna be something it's here. Like time. he's gonna fuck with her heavy now." If you want to talk about cat and mouse, like this movie is like the epitome of cat and mouse. Yeah. Yes. And so we get, you know, Sarah's body is dragged away, and. Wow. Oh, this is really cool. So she sits down. I think she gets a FaceTime call from one of her friends, right? Yep. And in the background, she notices that the door is open. And this is where, and by the way, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like this movie is really influenced by the strangers because we get a scene where she approaches a door and then you just see the masked guy standing outside yeah. and he just doesn't move. Yeah, See, I kind of blinked at this part, well, you, and I didn't know if it bit. was you, the door open or if she saw his arm in the corner reach for her phone. So okay, hmm. so what happened here? You you jumped you jumped a little bit. I did. Okay, yeah, you, correct you, me. You, you jumped a little bit here because what happened was she was on Facetime with her friend. Yes, yes. And her friend made a comment and said, Who's "Who was the, that? Who, who was that? That's yeah. right." And she said, "No, what are you talking yeah. about?" She said, "Nobody." She said, "Oh, it's the cat because the cat got out earlier." Yeah. She's like, "I got to go because of the cat." Mm. So th- that that's what happened, and then. From there, the the interesting part is um, he didn't. He's not standing outside yet because he, her, he went inside. That's correct. Yeah, but her phone goes off, and mm. she's getting all these photos from her phone on her onto her computer. That's because right. her iMessage was set up. Right, that is right. So he came in, got her phone. That's why the door was open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was once he started sending the the photos and shit, and then she was like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" And he walked in, and he had his knife, and he started like tapping it. Uh huh. And he realized, wait. She can't fucking hear. And she's sign languaging to her Correct. friend too. Correct. So he's now noticing. So that now she's he knows how he deaf. knows. Now he knows deaf. she's now he knows she's deaf. And it's like, let the games begin. Yeah. This is some real saw shit now. Yeah. This really was. And I was like, ooh, I'm fucking in for this. What a scary imagine being in her shoes and noticing that that is now the predicament that you're in. Yeah. I mean, hell no. This is like, <laughs> this is like my absolute biggest fear in life. Home invasion, middle of the woods. Like yeah. no one's around. No one can help you. That is hell to me. So, so you want to pick it up from there? So I think, I think let's pick it up where he's standing outside. Mm-hmm. Cause this is really where the cat and mouse begins. That's this, literally what I wrote. I, I know this is, this is, this is the cat and mouse game right here. So. She locks all the doors, calls 911. Unfortunately, by the time she calls 911, he, he knocks the Wi-Fi. Knocks like, the right. Wi-Fi He's on out. it. He knows. He knows what he's He what? shut off all the power. And then he's a little creepy little thing. He takes the blood on his knife and he rubs it across. Wait a I got I to gotta fucking talk about some shit Okay, here. let's talk about if it. If we could fucking send people to outer space. Okay. We could land on the moon. Yes. We could fucking do craziest shit in the world. We could make printers work. Like, how the fuck does a printer work? <laughs> Think about that shit. Who does yeah. that shit? Okay, I'm listening. We can get on a fucking airplane and fly across the country. Think about that shit. Yeah. Just keep going. All this crazy shit. Our body. Like, we just, yeah. we're here. How the fuck does 9-11, 9 sorry, not, <laughs> how the fuck does nine one one not fucking work when Wi-Fi and cell phone service? That's the whole yeah. fucking point. So, 911 should work. You, you know, now that is it does. kind of fucked up, actually. It, you can do emergencies even if you don't have service now, but she was also trying it from her laptop. 
but I, I still think fuck. no matter Laptop what, laptops should work. It <laughs> Everything should still work. work. I know with like some of the newest di- updates, iOS and like newest systems, even if you don't have service, you could still send. I know out. if you get a car crash now on your iPhone, yeah. it recognizes it and all that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, so like we're we're getting there, and that would have fucking saved her a lot of hassle. That's bullshit, but though. It she is was bullshit. There, Sorry, there should be a better game plan to that kind of situation because yeah, when we watch movies like this, it, like this shit happens in real yeah, life. Nine one one figured the fuck out. Yeah, figured the fuck she out. She tried to FaceTime nine one one. Well, I'm not going to lie. When my service is fucked up and I try to FaceTime audio call on Wi-Fi, it I accidentally hit Audio no, call is a I, thing. I accidentally hit FaceTime. Gotcha. Like, like FaceTime audio is how I called you earlier. Oh, yeah, just a little bit that. ago. That's FaceTime audio. Keep yeah. in mind, she's probably frantic at this point, no. too. So she's not probably fully like stable while she's trying well, to call 911. It's from a computer, so you can't really just call someone from the computer, from your Mac in 2016. Now, oh, yeah. I don't this, know. This is six years old already. Were there different features back in 2016? Yeah. Seven, seven years old. Seven years old. You're right. Yeah. Damn. I guess, oh, I I guess we have to consider that because technology has been really advancing since seven years ago. And then we get the scene where uh, the villain guy uh, stabs her tires mm-hmm. like, right in front of her. Oh, it's just game time now. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, just like, on. it's just on. Making- and I love how nonchalant he is about everything. Love it. And what's really cool is we, we have a villain who is not just like a faceless dude you know what you know where i'm going this with this my favorite fucking it's mask the, it's the, well it's not even is it the best mask but let's keep it going here so lipstick flashlight oh yeah so she takes her second. lipstick and yep. she is trying to play the mind game back with him she's like hey I won't tell. I didn't see your face. My boyfriend's coming and home. And my boyfriend is coming. But what she doesn't realize is that he has the phone, so he knows the text messages. He knows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because she talks to her friend about it. Yep. And he already knew that her he knew bo- He knew the T. He knew the T already. And this is the coolest part of the movie for me personally. And kind of fuckery on his part too. He just, per, he just like, okay, he takes his mask off and says, now you can see my no, face. No, no. He says, can you read my lips? Well, yeah. He, yeah. He oh, said that. That's right. She said, yes. Can you read my fucking lips? And he says, you Ooh. see my face now. And, <laughs> and I thought that was so good. fucking good. Yeah. Like when I saw that, I was like, I was sitting there and I go, yeah. Damn. And he, I see him take off the mask and I instantly knew what he was doing. And I was like, Holy fuck, this is good. Think about it. When a robber is robbing someone with a mask on, yeah, they're probably just robbing you for your money, yeah. jewelry, whatever. If a robber is going to rob you with no mask on, they're going to fucking kill you. Think about that. Yeah. So when he took the mask off, I was like, oh, well, uh, goodbye. <laughs> you, can't, you, you have to kill her now because... Yeah. You saw the face. Well, that's what his game plan right. was. That's why he showed her. He's like, I'm going to kill you. So right. I'm just going to show you what I look right. like. I, I love this. This scene. guy does not give a shit. And you know what? I, I really do like this take because normally when it comes to home invasion movies, they always tend to wear the face mask the whole time. Yeah. Not in this movie. They're like, nope, we're going to show the villain. We're going to give him a little bit of a personality too. So I love it, that. You know what I yep. mean? And I thought that was a really cool way of going about that. I also like how he says, I can come in at any time. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Oof, that, yep. It's just... He's like, yeah, easily. How... Every door in there is made out of fucking glass. <laughs> know, you could right? easily well, break it. And well, that's what I love that he could have just broke a glass yes. window door at any given time and walked right in. But he didn't. He's like, I'm going to fuck with her. I'm going to get in her fucking head. This guy's going to torture her. This is a cruel guy. And make this into a fucking game. Yeah. And he 100% did. Yeah. People in Discord were like, he could just bust the window. It's like, no, no fucking that's not, shit. That's, that's, not, not, that's not what he's trying to do. 
That's not going to scare the shit out of me because when you, when I it, know you're coming in. When yeah. it comes to people like this guy, like this guy, you have to understand that there is a sense of power to it. And when he feels like he has all the power, you get cocky. And when you get cocky, you want to have fun with it. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. And I feel like this is a realistic a take of someone who's about to murder someone and he's going to have fun with it. And it's fucking terrifying to me. Yes. Um, and then we get to the point where she tries to find a way to, uh, to vend herself. She ends up finding a hammer. And then this is where we get the first like creepy scene where she's in the bathroom or no, she's in the bedroom and you see a silhouette in the window and you see a hand hitting the window Oh. And she oh, and she ends up seeing that it's her friend because she doesn't know her friend's dead. Yeah, because right. it, it kept it went for a while, so I think she realized oh. like she could see it and stuff, and she knew like he's not gonna leave. Like he wants me to see. There's something here, right. so she finally steps back, and it's he's holding up her friend's like bloody head up against the window Holy with her hand just fuck. tapping on it. Super creepy image, and the fact that he's just smirking while he's yeah. doing it. <sighs> Dude, he has no remorse about it. He's doing this for pure pleasure. So yeah. this is where we start getting like a lot of range from the actress who's playing Maddie. And she starts full on crying because she understands, oh, my God, this is fucked. I am scared. And she what do I do? She starts looking for her car keys and she tries to get the alarm to sound off so she can distract him. And she ends up doing it. And she goes out and runs in the back. And I think what happens, he, he, oh, how, how, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember the chain of events. She, she tries to exit through the, oh, the window. Mm-hmm. She tries getting the phone from her so she can make a call. Mm-hmm. But he, she didn't know that he took the phone already. And then he comes back around. She closes the window. She runs out the other way. And then she's under the porch at this point and this is where the whole vibration thing plays a role again and she's underneath the porch and she's feeling the porch as she walks so she can grasp where he is mm. what did you think of the scene it was great i mean just it's just the whole sound design and the whole playing so into the the disability of, of you know being deaf like that it, it, they just captured everything so good and then to like what we said a little bit earlier when the movie felt like it was six hours long in a good way mm-hmm. i was like fuck i feel like i'm trapped in this fucking movie <laughs> yeah. like every aspect of it like those little details like that like you're like oh and damn, like, i was here. waiting for her to go do shit and it's like oh you're gonna be so loud because you because you can't hear you can't hear right and w- this movie made me really think of another movie that i really like but it's like kind of polar opposites mm-hmm. which is a quiet place mm. to where where they can talk but they have to be extremely quiet to not make noise Versus her where she wants to fucking be able to scream for help and yell and she fucking can't. Yeah. Yeah. And if she makes a loud noise right near her, then he knows exactly where she's at. So it's still like kind of the both roles there where she's fucked. Well, and to anybody who's like saying like, dude, why doesn't she like make him go around the one house and then she just darts in the opposite direction? Like you have to understand this dude has like uh, what do you call it? Not a bow and arrow, but a crossbow, crossbow. crossbow. That shit shoots far. And on top of that, yeah, she's getting chased. She can't fucking hear if he's behind her. Exactly. And it's the middle of the woods. She's running on leaves. That shit's you can like, so you have to consider all these things before people are like, well, I would have done this. I'm like, well, what have you like, would you have survived if you would have did it that way so i feel like she's making very practical decisions so far in the movie um so what happens is she ends up back in the house she goes upstairs she finds a flashlight right and she gets onto the roof and she throws the flashlight in the opposite direction to um distract him and then she starts climbing down the other way this gave me so much anxiety and this really 
what this is actually very painful because I know how painful it is to pull muscle in your calves. So the fact that she gets a crossbow arrow right in her calf and you just see her scream, but in silence. What? I thought it was in her thigh. Oh, was it in her thigh? Yeah. Sorry. Either way, like... (laughs) Either way, it sucks. Yeah. And it was in a part of the thigh where you could bleed out, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do have a big artery in the side of your thigh. And uh, when you see her scream in silence, you feel it. Like, you feel her pain, and you feel really bad. (laughs) I I felt really bad. There was another scene I think that we might have skipped over that I thought was really fucking good. Mm -hmm. It was... um, When she was coming back in that window, and she shut... Or no, she took a hammer and hit him in the arm with it. Yeah. She, she like hammered you, the fuck out of his the, arm. The part of the hammer where you uh, used to pull out nails with That's She right. fucking stabbed him in the arm with that. That was fucking brutal. Yeah. That the, was sick. The, 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 the violence in the movie is actually pretty painful uh, looking to watch. And she ends up obtaining the crossbow from him. And this is where we get a cool little context about why he what what he's doing and you see like 13 notches on his crossbow mm-hmm. and then you end up realizing oh this 13 mother- people killed 13 mm-hmm. people killed i'm like that's a freaking high kill count if you think so about that's it. a pretty big it's a higher kill yeah. count than i got it, 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 it it's it's such a bummer and then we get the first potential uh possible alleviation from the predicament and we get the boyfriend oh, i hated this scene yes yeah. so, i was just like fuck this scene man. yes <laughs> we get the boyfriend of the girl who was murdered earlier and he's knocking on the door and then the villain comes around pretending to be a police officer and rightly so kind of convincingly right eh. what are your thoughts i'm not convinced at all no I- i'm not convinced but i tell you what the delirium i'm, I'm picking up on the bullshit yeah 100 like, percent. Okay, i'm on your team well, he bro. did pick up on it and not at, at the, at the not very in, end when he had the rock in his hand it was too late because he, he got knew, a fucking at dart that in his point neck. he knew what was going on so he's gonna play along a little bit but like he should have played it way harder dude 100 percent. you gotta be like okay bro no worries like so like let's fucking, figure this out together like yeah, yeah, yeah. come this, on bro this was actually during the time where the villain actually did not have a weapon on him correct right? like yeah, he had that we didn't know he had the knife on him but he yeah. also didn't have an actual thing to kill him with no because immediately because the whole time in my head i'm like uh, th- this boyfriend dude's gonna kick his ass even if he got a knife. This dude's so much bigger than him, he's gonna fuck him up. Uh-huh. And it's funny because, look, the the killer, the killer was kind of like, I think I got this guy confused. Uh huh. And and, and to, that, to give him time, to give him time. And I think that's when the boyfriend, you you had to pick up on that instinct. Your girlfriend's missing, shits off. This guy's claiming to be a police officer. You don't see badges. You don't see shit. Nothing. You see nothing. You see a neck tattoo <laughs> yeah. coming from a guy who's covered in tattoos. You know, yeah. like this is a little off. Oh, yeah, you gotta you gotta play ball at that point. You got you would really have to play ball. And then once he, you know, obviously picked up the rock and was gonna hit him in the. He's like, oh, the keys down here. The if you want to talk about here. terrible timing, by the way. He's actually about to hit him with the rock and Maddie knocks on the window and distracts him and he gets stabbed in the neck. He gets a fucking dart in the neck like uh, old school. Yeah. There's and a he like dart in my neck. What I didn't get. He's like, I have nothing. I don't got no weapons, no guns and not even a phone. And I'm like, yeah, like some guy ran you like plowed through you and took everything and just left you. Yeah. alive all right well let's think about this right okay we're thinking about it we all got well dusty's single here but i got a, <laughs> I got a girlfriend jake you got a boyfriend right mm-hmm. so if this let's say let's say we were in this position okay yes 
and say your boyfriend was was missing for a while. You haven't heard from him. Can't get a hold of him. Mm-hmm. You're like freaking because it's it's odd behavior, right? It's, yeah. And you know that they were there's this cabin in the woods. Okay. Yeah. Are you going there solo? Honestly. <sighs> I mean. I don't know if if you feel like your life has never been threatened in a long time. Why all of a sudden would you feel like there may be a threat at that point? And also, I stay on edge. I stay on edge. Yeah, but also, like, stay on edge. It was her neighbor, right? Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that they live together. The two, like his girlfriend and him, live together, right? So he just going next door to see if she was over there. So Mm -hmm. like. He doesn't yeah, but he really, said, but he said he can't get a hold of her. He hasn't heard from her. She's not home. Like, yeah, because he might have been out all day. So, like, they could have been over there watching a movie and just fell asleep. Because it sounds like those two, mm. she might go over there pretty frequent, is what it seems to be. Fair. Hmm. So, like, he might have just thought, like, oh, I haven't been able to get a hold of her. She's probably over there. Maybe they're watching a movie. They're bullshit, and she's not looking at her phone. Maybe they fell asleep. Something. Because it was late at night. Fair. Okay. So fair. Fair. I'll give them that for going over there. But fair. Soon as I get into this situation and this motherfucker's like, oh, I'm a cop, all that. I'm like, okay. And he wants to borrow his phone, right? I'd be like, let me try calling her one more time real quick, right? right. Yeah. I would have just called 911 and held it up and like, and then they would have never answered. And I would have just put it back in my pocket for a second and You're asked right. them a few more questions and left 911 on there. And they would have heard this conversation yeah. and just fucking sent people out. Good. Hey. That was my first thought. I'm like, you fucking idiot. Hey. Just dial 911 Yo, in your pocket. I think he's talking some even, realness right now. You don't even need to dial 911 anymore <laughs> these days. I know they didn't have that feature then, but if you just hold the power bu- or the side button long enough, it'll just call 911. Really? Yeah. I accidentally did it once. I was, <laughs> Which it, button? It was, this side I button. I think it's one of the volume. It'll go off for a while before it actually calls it because I was trying to turn my huh. phone up in my pocket at work one time. And I just held in the button wrong hmm. too long, and it went off. It actually might be the power button. Hold on. We'll see which one. Because it gives you a few seconds before it'll go off. Damn. But it was crazy. counting down, and I was like, oh, it's called 911. <laughs> that's, some, that's some good knowledge to know. Okay. That yeah. is good to know. And you're right. You know what? That was a really good take. That honestly, was a good take. Dusty, yeah. that was a obviously, take. they didn't have where you could just hold the button yeah, yeah. back then. Yeah. You still could have been like, let me try to. Give her a call real quick or call someone else, see if they've seen her. And Fair. I just would have called 911. Uh, and what's really uh, interesting is uh, the guy ends up, he's not dead. He ends up tackling the villain and he keeps him held down to the ground and pretty much signals to her, like, run now, get away. And she goes to the back of the house and she's at the doorway and she exits. And as she's running away, the villain comes up from behind her, takes what looks like a, a cinder block or something like that, and just kills her violently and there's like a camera view of him above her and he's yeah. just smashing into the camera and it's just bloody and violent and then she's dead and you're like what the fuck I, like, yeah, he, he <laughs> had, I don't like, remember this right and he had like no emotions about it he was just very like just stoic just fucking beating her head in like it was like he was in therapy session yeah like he Ooh. was just letting it all out just enjoyed the fuck out of it and so i was very confused by this because you know obviously we figure out more but i was like like when i was watching i was like this there's no way this movie doesn't end with her getting killed in some type of way or barely making it out but i was like really that just she kind of just ended up in a way after all that fighting that she's done all the fucking (laughs) thoughts that she put up 
that's it. Yeah. Like I thought it was going to go out with a little bit bigger of a fight, yeah. but that's what makes the scene so effective yes. and jarring because you're like, wow, that movie really went there. That is fucked up. Oh yeah. yeah. And Which then I we- was fine with it, but I was like, <laughs> she didn't even know, like I thought there was going to be a cool, like fucking good fight scene out there. Well, it ends up being a really cool psych out because we yes. now end up entering her head and how she thinks about how she should survive. And what's really cool is we start hearing her inner voice and she comes up with all these different ways of how she can get herself out of this predicament. And every way she comes up with a possible scenario where you can die and you see all these quick clips of where her dead body. So cool. Yeah. So freaking so good. My first initial thought after he bludgeoned her fucking brain into oblivion. Yeah. Was when it cut back to her, I was like, holy fuck. Have we just been watching her write this book from the inside of her mind the whole time? I didn't even think I thought that's what it was, was it was cut back to her there. I thought it was just her finishing out the story. And I was like, holy fuck, that's good. First time I saw that, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, this is a whole what psych out fucking movie that's what i yeah. thought originally the first time too that Obviously, is a, the second time I knew that it is a good take because technically the narrator almost becomes like the narration of a book she's yeah. like come and if you were to think about it as a parallel like whoa this is a segment where she types an ending but erases the ending tries another ending but erases the ending yeah. and and that when they could sh- be such a good perspective and when they, they that's show- our first black craft movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when they showed all those cut scenes of other different kill things that's what my that's why i thought that because i was like right. oh she's trying different endings to this story so i thought that's why they were showing that mm-hmm. and this is actually the part of the movie the movie was already kind of winning me over but that segment alone was just like okay this movie is really taking its story seriously and it's doing something really interesting it's kind of like a breath of a fresh air where we have such an intelligent protagonist thinking and weighing all the pros and cons and how to survive and actually showing us an effective way yep. I, I i really did love that we did skip past one part that What's i up? uh fucking really loved okay. when uh him and the boyfriend were fighting there and he almost Strangled had him, him fucking choked out yeah when he finally got up he goes i totally would have lost that fight because yeah. he, he made a joke about that before about yeah. like all the big jock guys would have just kick his ass yep. he's like i totally would have lost that fight yeah that was actually a really cool <laughs> that, the, obviously the villain hasn't a resentment towards anybody that looks like they could kick his ass yeah. <laughs> because he felt really happy that he survived yeah it. and then this is where you know i'm not gonna the protagonist has already been a badass in the movie as far as survival but now she decides that she's gonna fight back and she comes to the conclusion that the only way to survive this is she's got to fucking kill him and i love that she sign languages it when she says kill him yes love that yes i i really i i, I really did i like that. that realization that she had she's like this is it like mm-hmm. fuck him mm-hmm. i'm killing him dude final girl vibes hard right now <laughs> yeah and we are about to get a very concerning scene. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen. He's about to kill the cat. And whenever it comes to villains wanting to kill animals, I just, I already had a hatred toward this guy. But then I was like, I really just wanted to jump in this movie and destroy him myself. I was so angry at the fact that he was just going to kill an animal like that. Well, he had no problem fucking killing everyone else. So an animal to him, he's like, this is easy. Yeah, I, I, I don't think killers have sympathy. Like no, no, this cat. is true. And that cat I just, was cute. I have a soft spot for animals. Guys. No, I, I mean, we, with all, you, we yes. all do here. I'm just saying that guy had no resentment if he killed that cat or not at all. 
So, uh, <laughs> this is true. So, uh, Maddie, she's desperately trying to load this, um, oh, I can never, the crossbow. Mm-hmm. And she's failing time and time again. She's trying really hard. And he was, like, watching her earlier from the window mm-hmm. of her trying to, like, do that. That scene right there really pissed me off. Like, she saw him load it before. She mm-hmm. couldn't figure it out. She's just, like, not holding on anything, trying to pull it back. And those take a lot of force to cock back. Mm-hmm. And it keeps slipping out of her hand. It took her, like, ten tries before she realized, oh, you put your foot through the fucking foothole yeah. on it. it to, like, get some, she's, like, trying everything to hold it in place. I'm like, I mean, come on. She didn't know right off the bat. Also, keep in mind, she's bleeding out. It's probably hard for her to stand on her feet while she's trying to load that well, thing. She sat there on the floor, and you can do it sitting down. He obviously was standing up doing yeah. it. But, like, even sitting down, like, okay, I'm injured, I'm shot, I'm bleeding out, I'm fucked. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm not going to waste all my extra energy on trying to do that. I'm going to look at it first. I I know he's not in the house yet. We're we're fucking watching him. You've been in the house for fucking six hours at this point. Come on. No, you're right. Same with the boyfriend. There's no way he fucking lived that long after getting stabbed through the neck. I mean, that's a horror movie for you. Wait, we want to talk about Get Out, where the guy got bludgeoned <laughs> oh, to the head yeah, twice, yeah. and you guys were so upset yeah, about I'm that. Still upset like, about that. <laughs> it went right through his throat, and he was able to lay on his back with a chokehold on a guy for like forty seconds. Okay, I don't know. come on, guys, it's a horror Let's movie. Go. Let's not overthink it. Come he could have like beat his, try to like grab, throw him into a tree, like knock his head off it or something, a rock, whatever. But choke him out for forty seconds while you got your. Oh, blood coming out both sides of your throat. Dusty, it's tension. Off. It is tension. I know. It's a lot. All right, keep I gotta moving, be Jake. the realistic All one, right, Jake. so she ends up finally loading the crossbow, and he's about to kill the cat, and then boom, she shoots him with the crossbow, and he starts running after her, and this is probably the most painful scene I that I saw. She gets her hand slammed by the glass door. Oh, this scene fucking Not only a. does she slam the hand on the glass door, he takes his foot and just destroys her hand you hear yeah. the cracking and you just oh. the see. way he stomped on that foot oh. i was squirming a little it was, it was hell someone and in the discord said when he got shot with the crossbow after everything he's been through someone's like is he on meth <laughs> he survived <laughs> yeah, he survived everything, everything dude he's like and fucking <sighs> i can't believe he doesn't have like uh barbed arrows to where they can't just be ripped mm. out because like that would have really <laughs> fucked her over when yeah. he when she was on the roof and she shot, or he shot her in the leg. It, she wouldn't have been able to pull that out. Right. That's a and good then point. it also would have helped her Yeah, in this case. But no, these are good points. And let's talk about how terrible her hand looked. <laughs> right and then, I, I, scary even, movie. I couldn't even look at it. I didn't it. want to say it before we got into the, the spoilers, but I, you know, I mentioned the uh, makeup and everything and yeah. special effects. Yeah. That hand was it looked great practical. You effect. could tell it was a little bit longer, but realistically, it didn't look like she had like anything fake on there. Just the way that they it looked did real. the makeup on it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And it looked genuinely painful, too. Yeah. Because even, at, even re-watching it, when I saw her hand, I'm pretty sure I got goosebumps from just feeling the pain that she was feeling. It was... Ugh. And I got to give it up to her. Her acting skills are fucking oh, phenomenal. I do want like, to... Yeah. Not being able to scream, mm-hmm. you could just see the emotion and pain 
in every ounce of her body when that happened. Even just the door slam, I was like, oh my God. And I really love that you brought up the acting, Dusty, because this is where we get the switch. This is where she goes from extreme pain to extreme focus. And she stares at him and she takes her own blood, which is super badass, by the way. She's just picking From her, at her, picking uh, at her leg hole. wound. What, yeah, where she was shot. And just writing on the glass window and she says, do it, coward. Mm. I was like, this is what I live for when it comes to horror films. I, I, I loved it. I, I really did. I thought she was going to write a uh, bitch on the window because they had that <laughs> whole thing earlier in the uh in the movie about her spelling out bitch. Ah, uh, that is true. And I, I was hoping it was going to go back to that, like yeah. do it, bitch. But they went with coward, which still pissed them off. So do it's it still coward would, Yeah, that would piss you off. So yeah. we're definitely about to go into the final battle. So she, she puts herself in the bathroom, right? And she's just sitting there quiet, you know, ready to attack him if he enters the front door. And you get this quiet scene where you, you don't hear what she, you hear, only what she hears. And you see him coming behind her slowly. Like you just see behind. the shadow. Oh. And this is where I really appreciate the director really putting attention to the nuances of the predicament. We know she can't hear him, but she can feel him. She can, you know what I mean? And and he's even like sitting behind her talking to yeah. her, which I fucking loved. Yeah, he's just like, yep, I won. You're about to freaking die. And the dumbass breathes a little bit too heavy. And she hear, he feel, she feels his breath in the back of her like neck. Her it's all like slow shit. motion and yeah. shit, too. Oh, that was the coolest part of the scene. Such a good scene. Yeah, what, did, what did he say? He's like, I can make you scream. Or he he oh. wants to actually make her Make oh, a noise, stab you in spots where you yeah. could squeal or yeah, something I'll like make that. you squeal yeah. with one slit or something like that. And is oh, it was like holy absolute fuck. evil human. You know, when you hear him saying that, you just want this guy. The, the the writing in this movie is really good because they're making you hate this guy more and yep. more and more as the movie progresses. And I gotta say, for me, I don't think there's another actor that could have played his role. He was so fucking good at this in the way that Psychotic. He, yeah. <laughs> like he played the role perfect. Uh I fucking love the banter between these two, between their um their acting. Mm. I thought was fucking like ten out of ten. Yeah. And we get a final battle between them. Uh, she obviously dodge, dodges him. She runs away and there is a final uh wrestling scene where he well, has her on the ground, right? He he's yeah sorry he goes to stab her over the shuttle and at that same time she, she twists the knife yeah. and stabs him in the leg that's right behind her like she kind of it's almost like uh, Matrix like she dodges his it's like slow motion <laughs> slow yeah, motion yeah. like it was really good choreography like <laughs> lowers her shoulder just enough to where she can reach back and stab him and his knife goes right over her shoulder and and, and in this ending scene that where where we go where the final the final the battle. final battle. Uh, what I really loved here is the sound design here was mm -hmm. perfection yeah. because this is where you have the uh, smoke alarm going off. Yep. You got all this crazy fucking because yeah. the noise is extra, extra loud. Dude, mm -hmm. that Be fucking alarm was Dude. so loud in my headset. <laughs> so, I had to so, take it off. So fucking loud. Uh, what I, what I love is um, at the end. So they're like they're fighting on the ground, right? Yes. And, it, he calls her a really obscene word. And he has her pinned down, right? Yep. And she's strangling. And he's beating her, right? the shit out of her he's, too. Like he, it's bad. He's kicking her while she's on the ground, yeah, and then he bad. gets on top of her, and she's he starts strangling her. And this is where we get the scene where we start only hearing what she hears again, mm -hmm. which is obviously a lack of audio, and we start hearing her heartbeat go slower 
and slower. Yeah, and I really slower. like that of being able to hear her heartbeat yeah. slow down as she's starting to lose conscience. And it, oh, it, and then she also don't forget she sprayed him in the eyes too with that, like oh, that wasp that's spray. Right, the wasp spray. This is a smart protagonist. Just by, like I'm going to be serious. I thought that I was love one of the smart best things that she could have done, and I was like, "Fuck, is that?" She good? like blinded him, and then it's that battle scene. Oh and then, shit! The parallel. She took away one of his senses. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, I didn't even course. think about it that yeah, way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, and then at the final scene, right, she got the she got the wine cork. So right when you think you're about to hear the final heartbeat, right, yep. she grabs the cork and then just like quick sound right through his neck and probably one of the coolest blood splatters I think I've ever saw. Yep. Like perfectly cross her face yeah. boom right all over and he just starts bleeding out on top of her but he's still hanging on like he's still trying, trying to fucking try just like Bro, if he got out of outside, that if he know? got out of that dude it's you would be more pissed than get out what, what i what i would what I, since we're here at the end what i would have loved to have happened at the end because we always talk about our different yeah. endings or whatever yeah. what i would have loved to have happened just like that loud sound at the beginning of the movie how yep. it's like hush yes i would have loved when she hit the fucking cork stabbed him in the in the neck and it was just like boom, hush, and that was the end. And then when the credits rolled, then you could show the nine one one. You could show the police showing up and stuff. That's how it should have ended. I, Whoa, it's funny, Bobby. I hey, that's cool. Similar. I thought of something <laughs> similar to that, but it was after she stabbed him. I would have liked him to fall to the floor and his head hit really loud, and, and then it went. Hushed. Yeah, yeah. so perfect. same concept. Either perfect. one of those, like yes. either the stab in the neck or the head hitting the ground, First and off, boom. Yes. I really love that idea because the moment you said it, I was like, fuck, that would have been so effective yeah. because, you know... A lot of horror films, uh, The Dark and Wicked, did the same thing. They did the title screen at the beginning of the movie, and they did the title screen at the end of the movie. I love that shit. It would have been such a cool full circle moment where it's like, boom, damn, she fucking won. Yeah, hit she you with the jab, then the cross. Won. <laughs> yep. But and I did like her going back and adding a little bit more to the story. Yeah. In, in, what, in what way? What you or, mean? Was, what that, you mean? was that a little bit before he broke in when mm -hmm. she added like adjusted her story oh, that she was writing. Yeah. She was just saying, la, 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 give me money now. She was <laughs> yeah. Cause she like thought of the final ending. Yeah. She was trying to think of the final ending. Well, her, she gets her final ending and she ends up winning. And I, I really love that. I really love that parallel. And I love the fact that she doesn't bleed out. And you know what? There is a trend going on lately where uh, horror films love to end on a really shitty note. Like, oh, man, they lost. Oh, they're going to die. It's such a nice feeling sometimes when a horror film just lets the protagonist win because you feel that. You feel that victory with her. And it was such a good ending, and I felt really good about it. And I, I really did appreciate about that movie. I really did. I got to say, this uh. is the fucking scariest movie we've watched yet. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's this is more like... feels real? Well, yeah. And this is like more of uh, like the horror side of things that I'm into. Like you guys really like the like kind of more like uh, paranormal style things with uh, like... Um, Very dark. Blair Witch where you don't really see anything. And it's like something's there, but you don't ever fuck see it. Yeah. where me, that stuff is kind of boring. But it's shit like this where it's fucking thriller it's big battles there's fucking intense stress where you're like holy fuck well in bobby's defense i think you love home invasion, home invasion films. Home <laughs> that's yeah. like your number one genre yeah, home invasion. Home yeah. One. yeah but like i'm talking out of anything we've watched yet like yeah this is more of what i like i love house of a thousand corpses though too so oh, that like, was, that was that's great but like this is actually like this is scary this is more scary this, this is a fucking real thing. jump scares i probably jumped 
13 to 16 times while watching this. Yeah. <laughs> like over nothing. It, like something loud just happened. I'd fucking jump out of my chair. Yeah. And I didn't realize like I still had my camera on. And afterwards, people were like, dude, wait. You two didn't even fucking see it, but multiple what? people were watching this as yeah. I was watching it. It was right at the scene when he came up and started tapping on the uh, window with his, I think it was with his knife. Yeah. My fucking hat flew off the wall. <laughs> and I thought maybe you were at, I thought I heard something. Nah, that and I thought me. you knocked, <laughs> no. I thought it was, no, I thought it was someone knocking on my door. So I, I looked <laughs> over and all my lanyards on my wall were moving. And I was like, what the fuck? fuck oh, and then i hat. looked and my hat was missing off the wall and then everyone after were like no we were watching and we saw your hat fly off and we saw you <laughs> fucking just start looking so oh like so that, paranormal stuff isn't that scary for you huh dusty <laughs> not in movies but in that shit in real life my fucking hat flew off the wall during that movie i'll tell you what oh, that man. legit fucking made me like everyone's like you we watched you watch that wall for like five minutes i'm like yeah because i didn't know what the fuck happened i just see lanyards moving and my hat's off the wall oh fuck that i think that's hilarious actually. but yeah people actually saw it happen because i left my camera on so they could see me and people are like d we were playing i played uh some call of duty with him yesterday and he's like or maybe it was that night i think that night and he was like Dude, he's like you're you fucking jumping was my favorite thing. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a reason right there to join the six 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 club so you can watch movie night with us. Hey, dude, yeah. it was a lot of fun doing the movie night too. I, I I'm definitely going to be like on the forefront. I was preoccupied with some other things at the time, but it was fun to see the interaction of everyone that was watching the movie. It really adds to the experience of watching a horror film. Yeah, like going to go see it in movie theaters. Yeah, that's fun, but there's something very personable about having a group of people that you know oh, that's awesome. watching it. All over the country yeah, at the cool. same time as you. Dude, that is just such a fun Actually, experience. It's, cool. it's not just the country. The world. Oh, the world. That's right. Is yeah. the wor oh world. Oh, my God. You're world. We had uh, someone in there from the UK. from Scotland and from uh, Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. Yeah. Wow. Hey, we're worldwide, baby. This is so much fun. World fucking wide worldwide we're going to go into our reviews right now i think it's going to be a no-brainer but <laughs> we're going to do them anyway just want to keep it short and simple let's do it let's do yeah. uh I'll, I'll go first uh lights on i mean it's mike i i'm gonna i it sounds like i'm biased because it sounds like i have like a huge uh appreciation for mike flanagan but this is just a very efficient made uh, a home invasion film with a nice little twist, you know, to the protagonist and it's a likable protagonist. She did a great job. The acting is good. The villain is kind of multidimensional, which gives it a different depth and a, a different type of scare factor. We're dealing with someone who we can actually see the face and see the evil in their eyes and not just covered up with a mask the whole time. I really appreciate that. And I just really love the sound design and just how the movie is uh, edited in general. And honestly, the more we think about, we're like, Hmm, a million dollars, maybe it really was invested into just the quality of the film, the quality of the music, yeah. the score, the mm -hmm. editing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, I'll, I'll go next on this. I mean, yeah, there was no, no cutting corners, which I, I can really appreciate. You know, I mean, I understand some business, sometime in business, you do got to cut corners mm -hmm. and budgets, and I, I understand that. But you could tell, I mean, look, look at the director's background. Everything he's done is, is top, top notch, you know? Yeah. So, Obviously, lights on for me. Uh, home invasion is my favorite. Uh, you know, if you if you listen to this podcast, obviously that's my favorite genre. This movie scared the absolute fucking shit out of me. Ten out of ten, I would watch it again right now and be just as fucking stoked. That's a movie that like I can't say that about too many movies where I can like <laughs> watch it and then rewatch it the next. Day. I could I could low key if you guys were like, yo, you want to watch Hush? I'd be like, yeah, I'm down. I, I would rewatch this yeah. for sure. And I, I never and I never fucking talk like that. So yeah. 
Yeah, I, I got to ask you a question then. How do you feel yes. about the movie Purge? I've never seen it. Oh, I've never seen it. Do I it. need to put that on the watch list? Yeah. I, wait, it might be on the watch list already. So I don't think it is. I haven't seen it on there. You yeah. can double check. I, but I, I, I've I can never check. seen it. So I mean, it felt the like reason what was why. happening during COVID. I felt like that's what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's still home invasion style, but they know that fucking something's coming. So it's not a surprise. Like, yeah. you hunker down and. Ah. Oh, boy. Hey, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> did we have one picked out for next week? No, let's uh, do that. Uh, we, did you give your rating? Well, no, give your rating. Fucking first. lights on! Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was hey, okay. Hey, hey, I'll tell you what though. I that legit fucking had me jumping in my chair. I although what I like, my favorite thing that made me feel a little bit better is having everyone there watching with us. Everyone's like, "Oh fuck, we gotta go grab our snacks!" Like everyone had snacks. Yeah. I went and made a. Bu- it was funny. When I was also really high, but when the, when we when I first pressed play, I was like, "Fuck, I forgot to make the popcorn." So I went out and made it real quick. I was only gone for like two minutes, but I still had my headset on, mm-hmm. and I kind of forgot what the plot of the movie was. So I was out there and I heard like noise, and then it went silent for like thirty seconds, and I was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> something happened to my computer. It cut out the stream. Like everything <laughs> cut off." And then like on my way back, the sound cut back in, and it's I jumped in the hallway. That's amazing. You are a lot jumpier than I. Thought. I told you, like with haunted houses and shit like that. If I know something's jumping out and this scare me, but know. I will fuck you. You're giving jump. Bobby ideas right now. I know this shit no, out of you. No, I don't play that game. I don't because he knows it, it'll come back. When it comes when it comes down to the horror shit, I don't I don't play that shit. I don't, yeah, I don't I, like jump scares. I will I jump scare shit. fucking easy as shit. Well, we're gonna do something fun this time when it comes to doing our next movie review. So uh, as I told everyone, we created a letterbox oh, uh, yeah. account. We did say this already, and. Uh, please follow us on letterbox if you have uh, the app if not download the app follow us we anybody who makes a movie recommendation it's going to be documented on our watch list on the app and we're gonna do something a little bit fun this time around we're gonna, I'm, I'm just going to call it letterbox lottery where we're going to scroll like we did when we did with shredder and you you ended up picking this is gore oh, fuck. we're gonna do it with the watch list and we're gonna choose two movies that we randomly chose and we're gonna let the 666 club members vote which uh, movie we're going to do next. Yeah, I'll make, I have a poll already in there, so we'll just make a poll between the two, and then whatever one gets the most percentage, Perfect. We'll, we'll go from there. So we're going to do it right now? Do but, you like this idea? Yeah, can you, love this can idea. you add Purge in there before you do it? Just uh, let me add Purge to it right I can't, now. I, I honestly, after... No, it's in here. Oh, is it? Somebody recommended it already. Okay. Yeah. I totally missed it. Then All I was right. looking, because I was like, okay. I was going to recommend it. If not, because... I knew you like the home invasion shit, so I was very curious if you had seen that yet. And yeah. I always forget to ask you. I have right. not seen it. I no. want you tell me when to stop, and I'm gonna, it's gonna whatever my finger stops on. That's well, you're only scrolling up and down. There's there's side to side. There's a lot of shit. So don't you know what I'm trying to say? Okay. There, there we go. Okay, are we ready? Yep. In yep. five, four, stop. Oh shit! It's between two, so we're gonna do the two between this. Perfect. Oh shit! Okay. House on Haunted Hill from 1999, okay, and Wolf Creek. Oh, both are good. I've Shit. seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen both these movies. It's been a long time. Oof. Wolf Creek is good. Oh man, Wolf Creek is brutal. Okay, so House on these are two diff, very different type of uh, horror films. Yep. One's kind of like a more fun haunted house one. The other yep. one's just a serious brutal horror. Film. We'll let the six 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 club pick. We'll put it in the yep. Discord right now. So. uh We'll let you know. We're going to let you know what we're going to do next. I'm going to head over to some after hours. What do you guys think? You want to go over to do Let's some do little uh, 666 Club exclusives right now? Let's I think it's it. a great idea. Ask me some questions. See if I can answer them right. Well, you said you had a lot of shit to say. 
I got, oh, yes, let's talk about it. Really? You want to talk about it? No, on the after hours. Okay, okay. Uh, we're out of here. Episode 10. Hush. Hope you enjoyed it. Love you all. Peace. Bye. Bye. I like that, Jake. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, see ya. Good Deuces. See you. See you next episode. Goodbye. Hope you have a great day. Okay, bye. Jake, you horny? Oh. <sighs>